0: This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast, where we discuss all the joys, pains, suffering, and magnificence of the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hines, Head Instructor and Expert at Aikido at Aikido of Fresno, and with me today is Josh
1: Matihi, Aikido Enthusiast, Non-Expert at Aikido of Fresno.
2: About
0: Aikido, yeah, this is going to be the most exciting podcast we've ever done. I am (laughs) full of joy today.
2: We're setting a precedent here and now, today, right now.
1: This is good, this is the one.
0: So, what we're going to
1: be talking about is uh, the four steps to making an Aiki interaction Kokyu, Masubi, Owasse, and Zanshin, and uh, why what those things are, why they're important and maybe some info on how you can train them why you should be training them how you can look out for them in uh, in your training and also into everyday life yeah
2: is this so first of all I guess I would ask is this something that is um all the way across
1: Universal yeah universal,
2: universal yeah all, all the way across different ideas. well let's
1: let's st- let's start with the let's start with the real question what are we what are we even talking about
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is the real yeah, question. I, I mean, no, but what are, are we even talking we about these, What is no, the meaning
1: of <laughs> explain what these terms are and sort of? Uh, okay. I think we, that's where we need to start. Yeah, yeah. It's like what are what are these terms and how they relate back to uh, uh, aikido?
0: So, Koki Masubiwase uh my teacher uh, taught me that those were the four steps to making Aiki. Um I think they come from Saito Sensei. Um, uh, that's what I know about it. You know, it's, it's the four steps that I had hammered into me as to, to how you make Aiki. Um, and basically, kokyu, uh well, I'll give you a literal translation and I'll give you my interpretation. Kokyu means breath, breathing. Uh, musubi means a knot. Uh, awase means uh, to fit together. Um, and Zanshin uh, literally means the remaining mind. So all those things are really vague when you just say them in English and translate them real directly. Um, so my interpretation on things is kokyu is a state of natural, calm being. Uh, musubi is referencing connection, and is short for ki musubi to, to intertwine energies, to, to fit energies together, bind energies together. Uh, awase is to uh, physically interact with something. It doesn't have to be physical, but for the purposes of, of looking at an ike form or something, then that's the way I would use it. Uh, and then zanshin, uh, this is badly translated in English, but I would basically say means mindfulness to continue to pay attention, particularly after something's finished.
1: Um, right. Okay. And so, if you say it in those ways, and your explanations I think are pretty good, uh, a pretty good way for us to see how these things uh, can be used, and if we're talking about a uh, aikido form. Um, this is sort of the, the, the process that you go. First, you have to be uh, good with yourself, right? You have to be calm, relaxed, um, ready, to, uh, ready to, to do the thing. Then you have to have that connection with your partner and make sure that you're understanding what they are wanting to do, etc. Then you can make the physical interaction, the blend, or whatever it might be, and then once that's done, um,
2: you have you, you, you
1: have to be able to realize that just because the that moment is done, that the interaction may not be uh, complete. And if you look at something like geowaza, this is what we're doing all the time. And if you look at people who do uh, poor geowaza, uh, and I just.
2: Quote, 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 quotes yeah.
1: around that but you know geowaza that that doesn't look really nice you can see that there is a deficiency in one or more of those areas right and so some people might uh have a lacking in the connection with their partner some people might just have a complete lacking of their own koku yeah
2: um,
1: some people i think this is most a really people good way to probably look at it. have a lacking of uh, zanchen right so you know they will everything's uh, this is happening, then it's done. then they move on to this is happening instead of seeing it all as as one thing. Yeah, so I think, I think that's a good that's a good you know with those your explanation of it, I think it's kind of easy to see how you use those together to build build the interaction.
2: yeah, I think that's the the geowaz example is super good because anytime you see something just not coming off right, you could probably boil it down to one of those. One of those four things right either the person's just so stressed out that they don't have the kind of wherewithal in themselves yet to even handle what's going on you and know especially be, if you see a new person you know where they're just like ah, right yeah. yeah um yeah or, or they're just not um like connecting with their partners just they aren't seeing that you know they're like oh yeah i'm moving cool it's all me you know but it's like there are other people there you have to really understand what they want yeah. and not just Or they're
1: just wanting to throw that person right, to the ground or do right. something that's outside of
2: mm-hmm. um
1: of the 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 nice interaction.
2: Right. Or maybe the the uh the blend doesn't come off quite right for whatever reason because you're not paying attention to those blends. Or you're not yeah, that's you the say right? right? The Awasa
1: is not good. Your your right. bread is, is bad.
2: Or somebody comes back around to get you, and you, you thought they rolled, and they didn't, and they're still there, and, and, you know, suddenly, oh, crap, I didn't know they were right behind me because I wasn't paying attention to kind of the follow-through of that, the interaction that happened. So uh,
1: so let's – can we break these down in a little – either in a little more detail or looking at – I mean, the way that we talk about – the way that uh, I think we're talking about it right now kind of sets it up um, so that you can see that, like, look – there's not going to be one that's more important than the other. Like, they all have to interact. And depending on your particular stage of um, study, where you're at in your own um, study of it, you may be needing to focus on one thing more than the other. I mean, we kind of see this all the time with students. It's like, no, this person just needs right now to focus on themselves and on the co or Hmm. or vice versa. So... And then you know, as you get, as you progress through things, and you and you know um, basic movements, then you can move on to making that connection with your partner. Et cetera, et cetera. So um, I don't know, is it, it? Are they all? What What would you look at first if if you know you're just starting out, and it's like um, I can't think about all of them all the time? Is there one that you? Would look you are, at so the one you the suck
0: others. at the most is the, the one you gotta pay attention to. Um, if they're all equally bad for you, then um, you start with kol-kyu. Um Without Kokyu you can't you can't make you can't make anything happen um, other than just be reactionary. So Kokyu is um, a natural calmness. The way I like to say it. Um, and this look, this is our dojo's interpretations. I I feel. I feel terrible if I don't say this every episode, but I also feel terrible that I do have to keep saying it. But look, this is the way we interpret Aikido. So, um, kokyu uh, means to breathe, uh, and there's lots of connotations to breath: um, natural extension out of the body, um, rhythmic, uh, rhythmic qualities, um, and one of the most important is just a, a calm, natural state in being. So, in English, we say this all the time. You know, stop, take a breath. Take a breath. So, if someone's yeah. too stressed out, we say, take a breath, hey. breathe, right, relax. Right, right. Um, and that's what uh, I believe Kolkyu is pointing at, which is to be in this calm, neutral state where you can focus on the, the tasks at hand. Uh, and if you can't achieve you then you really can't practice anything. You know, you can't practice meditating. You can't practice tying knots. You can't, practice, you know, you're just always in a reactionary state. So until you can achieve U, uh you you can't do anything. So, so if all things are equal, kokyu is where you should start.
1: If all things are not equal, then it just goes to the one that you need, you, right? You feel like you need most work, right?
0: And at our school, you know, you'll know that because during your test, I'll shout at you, Kokyu, masubi, Yowase whatever it is they suck at, is what I'll say, you know. And and you also, it's interesting
1: you can see that you can you can see it if you know what you're looking for. You can see in people where they have lapses in the the key interaction, even in in the in Waza, it stands out immensely. But even in forms, you can quickly see like, oh, that person's not paying attention to themselves or that person's connection with their partner is really crappy um, or they have nose on chin. As soon as the, the technique is done, they're just – their hands are by their side or they're picking their
0: nose or whatever they're doing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, the the way you you define these things for yourself is important to your Aiki practice. And, you know, these steps – they're the steps I learned for making Aiki. But honestly, they're, this, they're really universal concepts, you know, which is be alert and mindful, connect to the things around you, so pay attention and try and understand the things around you, make proper actions that fit according with those things, and then make sure um, that was successful at the end. Don't just decide it's done when you want to decide. Make sure you pay attention to it so it's actually done. These are universal, you know, and uh, all the time I'll go to some kind of seminar or people talk about a process they use. And this is a very common process um, where we, we do these things. But so when you're trying to, to find these definitions for yourself, you need to, to look at your practice and say, what do I need here? You know, so to me, kokyu um, uh, is is some form of uh, conscious and unconscious mind working together, you know, and that could be uh, like a state of futoshin where you have a lot of willpower uh, making you pay attention, you know? So, you know, if you're flipped out, you can use your willpower to calm yourself enough to get the task done. Um, like you hear soldiers and stuff talking about this where things are, are crazy at first and they force themselves to be there and then they get into the flow. Um, uh, Mushin is kind of a, a state, you know, where you're, you're lacking attachment. You're not attached to things too much. So you can just do what's coming up naturally to kind of get in this flow state. Um, there's lots of ways to achieve this, but Kokyu is just being natural and calm. Um, and then the next step is uh, masubi, and that is to have an empathetic connection with someone else, to understand beyond just you know a simple idea of what that person's doing, but to feel what they want, mm-hmm. um, and understand on a really, really visceral level, you know, so a deep down level. And it can get so deep that when they move it feels like it's moving you because you're understanding what they want so much. Um, this is uh, harder to, to see without connection, which is what Aikido is doing without physical connection. Um, in Jiu Jitsu, you can see this kind of concept a lot where people are moving almost exactly at the same times, and you can feel it really easy. But the same thing happens in Aikido practice where there is no physical connection, yet I can feel them and move with them. Um, and this is what leads us directly uh, to a which is to actually make that physical action with them. Um, a is the same kanji as uh, I and Aikido. And that's what it's saying it's like to fit together, to fit two things perfectly together. Um, He's and, making a little cup with his yeah. hand so you can yeah. see how yeah, the two things fit together. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a lid on a teapot <laughs> or something.
0: Um, and then uh, Zanshin, you know, for me, Zanshin is, is one that I kind of different points in my life almost wanted to cut off because it's like well if you're in a state of kulk you you kind of don't need zanshin but when i started amping up my sword sparring um i really realized the significance of zanshin because sometimes i would hit and my mind would completely go to ooh, i got a successful hit and then i would get an after blow you know and that's an after blow meaning right after i hit someone they hit me with their sword after i hit them now if we're playing some kind of sport match then I go, oh, you know, I won the point, and that was too late. But in real life, if they could continue through with that cut and they hit me, I would be dead or, or wounded or whatever. So even after I think I've been successful, paying attention to what they're doing and what's going on is key. And I think uh, having Zan Shin at the end of that really makes us remember, like, it's not done until it's done. It's sort of, it's the reset, uh, I feel
1: like, in a lot of right. ways, that, that puts you back to, you know. If you're looking at each, uh, like a series of small interactions, zanshin is the thing that links those small interactions into the larger interaction that is then life. You know.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's kind of along the lines of what I was thinking right now too, which is like it's not just the follow through after the thing happens, but it's the entire understanding that it's an entire interaction and it's not just one and done. You know, like right. everything is a situation. In another situation, in another situation, and understanding how those things fit, like that there are consequences for everything. Yeah, you know.
1: Um, and this is what you see. I I see a lot of times in Jiwaza uh, uh, and things is you know people. Um, it's one blend, one blend, right? One blend, right? One blend instead of being one blend. Yeah,
2: no. I think it could even be something too. like, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, you know, you are in the midst of doing jihuahua or something and you throw someone super hard, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, I threw them super hard, you know, and it may be not even the next time they attack you hard, but later they're like, man, I'm still pissed off that that person threw me super mm-hmm. hard so this random time when we're doing jihuahua, g- I'm going to come and attack super hard. And it's like, you, you know, like, understand that whole situation and the the actions that you've already taken, even, and that they have ramifications on later things, even if it's not directly related. You know, it's like, oh, this person's mind is still working, this person still is in a relationship with you, uh, because they're, you're still doing the thing that you're doing, and so, yeah, maybe even not until you train next week is this person going to go, like, I remember last week when you threw me super hard, you know? It's coming back to you, buddy, you know? Like, just having an understanding of the way that those things work, which I mean, I think is intuitive to a lot of people, but like, I think it's good to think about that. Like, that could be Zanshen too. Is like the follow through in general in those relationships that you have with the people that you're doing things with. Hey,
0: you know, so like the it, it's it's a cycle that keeps going on. You know, so it's 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 similar to like an OODA loop. If people know what OODA loop is, uh, observe, orient, decide, act. Um, a concept came up with by a fighter pilot named John Boyd. Um, but basically the, the idea is that, you know, we work in this cyclical fashion, right? So we're we're always like taking in information, deciding what the information means, um, deciding an action upon that information and then acting upon it. And that's the udaloo. And Kokimusubi Zanshin is the same kind of thing. They're, they're slightly different. They're not the same. But um, uh, in that it's like your, your Zanshin is always resetting you to make Kokyu musubi wase again. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's why for a while I was kind of like, oh, we could cut it off because really you should just always have kokyu masubi right. wase. Yeah. yeah. But remembering that zanshin and particularly practicing it at the end of forms, the end of techniques, forcing yourself to do it. And zanshin, by the way, it's a concept in tea ceremony. It's in a lot of things. It's not just aikido. It's a, it's a big concept in Japanese culture. Um. But uh, this uh, this ability to reset back into okay, I'm present. That's what they're doing. I can work with it, you know, and that's that's kind of the cycle we're always kicking back into.
1: Um, well, let's talk about like how people can see it or how they can train it, um, and you know, because it, it seems like for me anyway, it was always very easy to get these things in uh Gio-Aza. I mean, I think it's very it's clear to see how they you can you can see them like physically there. You can you can actually. Uh, really get a good understanding of it. Um, I feel like in weapons training, yeah, uh, you get sure. you get a lot of the same thing just because you have to, right? Because yeah, there's otherwise, you, hit in the head otherwise with the you get hit in the head with a stick. Um, it's not so much so with uh forms training necessarily, although it should be. You know, you I'll see this a lot of times, and, and I've been known to do it a lot of times. Is you'll just be practicing some very basic technique, and uh, you'll put your hand out, and they'll come grab, and you'll do the technique, and then you'll immediately put your hand out, and they'll yeah. come in, and you'll do yeah. the technique, and then you'll immediately... You're punching put, a clock. You, right, and you're not really giving it the proper, uh, you know, thinking every time. So, I mean, are there things that people can do um, to sort of to, to get there? I mean, what are the things that they should be looking for? Um, And I mean, I I think, I guess I I, I talked about one of them right now, which is like, yeah, if you're just, you know, if you find yourself just punching the clock, hey, here's my putting your hand, offering out your hand every every time without really giving it any thought or whatever, probably not training it as well as you could be.
0: Yeah. Um, You you just have to be attentive to these things all the time. Um, And seeing them in other people, like... Sometimes it's easier to see things in other people than it is to see in yourself, you know? We all know this is true. Um, but, you know, when I watch forms, it doesn't matter if it's IQ, it doesn't matter what it is, um, uh, of any sort, I'm looking all the time at the koki musubi Awase and people because that, that is how it all fits. Um, and and it, it becomes very evident, like, oh, that guy has no presence of himself. Like, he doesn't understand that he is there, you know? And, like, that sounds a we- like a weird thing to say, but, like, When someone isn't aware of themselves, uh, they just have these really routine actions. Um, you can see this in someone who has some kind of, uh, uh, really rudimentary task to do, um, that's real repetitive, and they quit paying attention to it, and you can see them when they're cleaning or whatever it is, whatever thing they're doing that's repetitive, you know, putting something on a conveyor belt, whatever it is, um, that their mind is not engaged in the activity that they're in, you know. So they're not even aware of themselves and what's going on. They're vacant, you know. They're somewhere else while their body's here doing stuff. Um, and seeing that, there's a lot of people walking around doing that. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty easy one to see. And that's that's kind of, I think, what you're talking about right now, which is someone comes to Aikido training, and they're just punching a clock, you know. I'm here for an hour, and my teacher's going to tell me these things, and I'm going to do them, and that's going to be fantastic, and then I'm going to learn Aikido. And then at the end, you're like, what did we even do, you know? I used to do this all the time with eating. Um, Like, I would go, what did I eat today? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because, you know, you get get in the middle of a bunch of tasks and you don't even realize that you ate or you have no recollection of it, you know? So you weren't really present while that was happening. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think that's something that that a lot of people do maybe without even knowing because maybe (laughs) these things haven't been spelled out for them. Um, yeah. In the same way, so maybe they're not even aware, like, oh no, I need to really like take a second before every technique and make sure, like, check in with myself: Am I ready to go? Do I have a connection with them? Once they're coming in, can I blend nice? When I'm done, am I done? And can I be there and be present? And then reset it again. Right. Know? Right. Um. So I think that you know, just being even just being
0: aware of these things, I right. think is 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 good. There's a funny thing happening. I don't know if anyone's uh, catching this, but uh, we're finding it impossible to talk about one of them. We keep bleeding right. into okay. the others, right? So yeah. they run naturally one into the next, into the next. So every time we go to isolate our conversation right now, every time we're isolating one, we run right and back into the next one. To to and them. so yeah, then yeah. it's like, oh, we're not talking about that one anymore. Now we're talking about this one. And that's because mm-hmm. they just run into each other. You know, like it's a cycle. It's not. You can see when pieces are missing in the cycle, but it's still just always a right, cycle. Right. It's kind of like a like a lopsided wheel. You know, if you had a wooden wheel that's got like kind of a little corner cut off, um, the wheel just keeps turning. But every time it gets to that part, yeah, it goes, goes clunk, you know. And you can see that in people when you watch them. You're like, oh, that piece, your cycle's missing.
1: You know. Well, it's interesting because you're saying that now, and it's like, yeah. If you want to talk about awase, for instance, we can describe what it is, um, but you. You can't work on it without having the other things. You know, like, you can't work, I mean, how do you work on a blend if you can't, if you don't have connection with your right partner? If you're not aware of
2: yourself at all. If you're not
1: aware, you know. And that's why, if your blend uh, is crappy, that's probably why, you know. Right. Right. Um, Right. And it could be that, and I've had this experience, that um, it's you you that, that has the, it could be your partner uh, is having a, a problem, uh, in which case you have to redouble your efforts to oh, make yeah. that connection, yeah. right? To, to really understand what they're doing, because maybe they don't even understand what they're doing.
0: I've um, I've had less and less of a problem with this as the years has gone on, but um, t- consistently one of the hardest people to work with is a, when we're working in a forum situation. Is um, And that could be Kino Nagari or Kihon, the basic or in motion. Um, But uh, one of the hardest things to work with is a new person who can't remember what's happening, and then as soon as they remember, they do something really fast. Mm -hmm. And then they can't remember what's happening, and then they do something really fast. It's hard to have Aiki with that person because they shut off completely, uh, like when they can't remember, right? And so you have to stay attentive the whole time, which means... You're still cycling, koki masubi wase zanchin, koki masubi wase zanchin, while they're blank, they're empty, so there's nothing to read, and then they take off like a lightning bolt as soon as they remember, and who knows when that's going to happen? So if you're not cycling nicely, then you won't catch it, and then they'll, they'll, you know, surprise you or whatever, you know. As times got on, uh, gone on, I've learned to handle it better, but that's a really hard thing to deal with. Um, and, and it's because of that, because, you know, it's like you have to keep paying attention. You have to redouble your efforts, as you said.
1: Well, so I wonder, um, I mean, part of this is the answer is just in how to train it is just, just be aware of it. But, um, I mean, are there other uh, things that, that you can do to sort of train these things?
2: I mean, I feel like the more that you can let these things bleed into your life, the more you'll get better at them on the mat too because it's like how can you pay attention to other people on the mat if you don't really pay attention to other people in real life you know mm-hmm. like or yourself or you know your own you know answers to problems like I think so like being able to you know like whether it's like physical physically like oh where is that person in space um in relation to me or just like in conversations or, you know, with friends or whatever, like understanding um, or trying to at least like understanding people on a different level maybe than you normally would, I feel like will help the way that you pay attention to people on the mat because it it's the same stuff, you know? Like I don't, like I think, I mean the mat is the specific place that you've cut out in your life for practicing this thing that you want to do, but all those skills that you're learning, especially these things, are things that like will and should apply in your life and you know vice versa you should practice them in your life and bring them back to the mat as well um
0: there there should be no distinction i mean this is the this is the part of martial arts training that goes beyond whatever practical stuff you're getting uh, right. about beating up ninjas or whatever right so you know like you got in your head you know oh i started learning aikido to beat up seven ninjas right. one day yeah um th- What's really happening is you're growing as a person. you're developing as a person, and that development is the ability to interact with other people. Like part of that development is the interaction with other people. And it is required, these four steps are required to have good interactions with other people. Mm-hmm. So, for example, when people are talking to you, you're not just waiting for your turn to talk, right? And so I'm we're all we've all been guilty of this at some point. Uh, when you're doing that, you have zero masubi. Right, so someone's talking, you're like, "Ooh, in a minute, I'm gonna tell them this stuff," um, and that's you have no masubi, you know.
2: And that's a a great example of that is when you're when you listen to an interview and the interviewer, you're just like, "Oh, why is this interviewer so bad?" Right. I can't really explain why, but this interviewer is horrible.
0: Right, and that's like that loppy sided wheel, you know. Yeah. And every time it gets gets around to that cycle, they are bad at it, right? Because they're not connecting to the other person.
2: Right, they're just asking these questions, and it's like, "Did you even listen to my answer?" Right. It's like, yeah. So yeah, stuff like that definitely.
0: Um, Yeah, and, and, uh, uh, you know, this is the case with with all interactions with humans. If you're missing one of those, it's going to feel awkward. And it could be because you're focused too much on yourself or you're focused too much on them or you're just overwhelmed by the whole thing, you know. So this, you know, like watch a police interview someone who's nervous. Um, The person has bizarre responses and they look weird because they're so overwhelmed by the whole situation. They have zero clue. So... They can't be present enough to even begin to listen to what the the officer's saying, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and Awase, you know, is Awase the the slick tactics you you use to to do the thing, right? Um, and so, like in conversation, you know, when you don't know what to say, you know, like you understand yourself, you're very present, you understand what the other person's saying, but you don't know what to, what goes there, you know, what what fits next. Uh, and then as conversational. You work on it more and more, you, you understand good things to say.
1: Does does this... So we talk about this a lot in our training um, and, and kind of look at it. Um, and I think even more so, I and me and Chris talk about it because we're training kids. And for the kids, it's a big part of, of what we're doing and making sure that they understand these things. And for kids, it's a great um, thing outside of the, the martial context. For a lot of schools, I mean, is this... Something that gets a lot of attention and focus because to me it seems like, um, you know, people are very uh, I I I See that a lot of people are very technique oriented, you know um, And it seems to me like sometimes maybe the problem with their technique isn't uh, technical It's one of these steps isn't isn't coming
0: through. Yeah, um, so, you know, I really don't know how much this is talked about Um uh, in in when I was learning Aikido, this was a big thing that was hammered over and over and over, and I found it to be an amazingly useful tool uh, in talking about Aikido and, and how to make um, Aiki work. When you um, see bad Aikido, it is because these these steps are missing, right? Like when I see anything that looks terrible, I can usually say immediately, like this is missing, you know.
2: I mean, it's like a bad movie, you know? Like, it lacks heart. Well, something about it that's missing. And it know? seems
0: like, it seems
1: to me, it's like, um, this is the stuff that you that I I want to train, you know? So a lot of times it's like, I want to get, I want to understand the form in so much that I can do it, uh, sort of, I understand the, the movements that are happening, so that I can then start training one of these things, you know? Right. Um, especially like weapons, and I'm thinking about this in in terms of weapons forms, where you know, all of this is based on on um, all of the movements are based on these things. So like, at a certain point, I'm not even worried about the movements themselves, necessarily. I'm training, you know, can I be a hundred percent you know, Masubi with him so that when he his movement is my movement, right, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. So to me, it's like these things are more important. To train, uh, than, than the actual techniques, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, I think that's what you're getting. I
1: want to get, I, I want to get yeah. out of the. I want to somehow get let the technique put the techniques out of the way so I can train these other things. Or you I guess, I'm using the techniques to train these things. But
2: I mean, that's what I would say. Like the most important important part that you're getting out of like like weapons forms or something, um, because it's a, a form and you already know all the all the different rules and. And things, um, you know, you know what the interaction is going to be, what's going to happen. So, like, the whole point of it is to, like, breathe life into that and right, make right. the form, you know, not just do the, you know, go through the movements, go through the motions, but really go, like, every time I do this form, I want to put, like, I want to put life in it. Right. I want I wanna, to make right. it a real interaction and really pay attention to the distancing and the, you know, the misubi of it and myself and, like, how I make these perfect cuts and like, you know, how I like, I really felt that I got real nervous there for a second, exactly how I'm supposed to feel at this moment in this thing, you know? So like, I think that's the value of doing those forms is not so much. Like, I mean, you are internalizing some of those concepts as you do it, like the, you know, like specific kinds of cuts or whatever. But like, I think you're really working on those like keeping those aspects in mind as you go through it
0: i think what you guys are getting at is is, is the concept of of showdown um uh, and and moving beyond shodan. so like what a shodan is and this is i think why it's very confusing a lot of times to westerners showdown is someone who knows everything so they can practice yeah. so right so, right so the 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 learning of the things no longer gets in the way because you know right, the right. things. You know right. all the things. And so now you can actually focus on what's important, um, which is the training of the unconscious mind and the conscious mind how they're working together. And a way to talk about this is called Kimusubi wa chin. So, like, it, when you're pre-shodan, it's hard to practice those things because... Right, because you're... How do your, I move? Your conscious well, yeah. mind is always trying to remember the next thing to do. Um, it's,
2: it's just like acting. It's, you don't really start acting until you've learned all the lines right. and you, you know, you can forget them. Right. Yeah. It's not about remembering, Oh God, what's What do I say next? It's okay. Now I've got it all. Now I start acting. Right. Now and I feel these emotions. Yeah.
0: This is true in any art form. Um, uh, and it's true in sports too. It's just easy to talk about art right now. But like, uh, you know, in jazz, I think it's uh, Charlie Parker who said, you know, you've got to learn all the scales. Um, and then when you play jazz, you just got to forget all that crap and play. Um, and, and that's what he's alluding to, is this, like, you have to master the basics so they're not on your mind anymore. And then when they're not on your mind anymore, you can actually do the training, which is the practice of the Kokumusubi Senzan and,
1: and I also would say, uh, while that is true, it, it, it if you are paying attention to these things, it will also help uh, you to master the, the training. You know? Absolutely. Because uh, if you are uh, not, don't have any koku, if you don't have that connection, you're not going to be able to understand or feel or internalize what's happening, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so in that way, I guess it does sort of play together, you know, like yeah. I mean, they inform each other.
0: So, so the, mean, like it, what's it, happening, you know, I, I don't, I think it's O'Sensei said, uh, it's some Aikido guy said Some um,
1: aikido said uh,
0: uh, that you know aikido could be learned in like three months or something if you had the right mindset. So so meaning if you um, had perfect Koki masubi wase shin, then you could learn Aikido really fast mm-hmm. because that shit's not in your way. The problem is no one has really good Koki masubi wase chin. Yeah. So you're limping along until you've mastered the basics and then right once you're comfortable with this then you can you can get good at cooking musubi wases on chin and it's 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 probably a more natural process to limp along to like get mastery of something so then you can flow once you you've got ma- you know the word mastery man it's all messed up in our language right, right, but basically that but... you have a, a high enough level of conscious skill with something that you no longer have to like dedicate thought process to achieving a
1: simple right. task. To move Stepping out or turning your wrist yeah. a certain way or whatever. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's something I've thought about before is just um, that there are some people, everybody comes in at different levels. And I guess that's what I was trying to get at. When we had a conversation a while back about this, but like that everyone comes in with a different baseline to work with, you know, and it's basically like kind of where your coke is at, where you're, you know, how much you... Pay attention to other people. How good are you with your body? How you know like what level? Like what levels are you starting at? And everybody right. has something different that they're starting with. Right. And so I think that's why like like something that I've thought about a lot, which is like, why do some people progress so much faster than others? Right. Why do some people like? Why has this person been here for you know six years and it's still the same belt? Um. You know, and they've taken a test. So it's not like they don't want to test. You know, like questions like that, where it's like, why? You know, what is that for people? And like. I think that's the thing is just, like, they it, it, it may be that they're not working on things, but it may also be that they're working on things that aren't aren't tested. So, I mean, you know, things that they're working on inside, which is the KOKU stuff, or the, you know, any of the other three, like, working on those because, you know, they're not as good as they want them to be, um, and not as good at, not good enough so that they can do what they feel like they need to do with that, so, um. I think that's something that a lot of people are trying to work out as they go.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would guess that serious problems, serious natural problems with koki wa se are uh, reasons people seek out Aikido. Not that they can have the words to say that, but they feel something's lacking in their interactions with people, um, and they're looking for something to help them with it. And then when they see Aikido, some part of them intuitively is picking up like, oh, that'll help me with this thing I'm having a problem with.
2: Yeah. I mean just just you alone I think accounts for a lot of reasons people are attracted to doing Aikido. Especially with kids, you know what I mean? People going like, Okay, we need to put our kids in something that's gonna help them straighten out, you know, pay right. attention, right. you know, control right. themselves, all those things. Like that's all that's all koku, you, know, and even for adults, that's a lot of adults' reasons for starting something is like yeah. I don't know how to use my body, I need some help. Or just like,
1: yeah, to be able to stand there for a second and right. just be in a in a cool
0: place or whatever right i mean i i really wish a lot of times i could show people our our kids program because the kids can all pay attention like they can all sit still
1: they can all four-year-olds
0: four-year-olds five-year-olds um you know and and they they're not doing this in a place where they're scared to get beat or something they're doing this place where they found a natural comfort with stopping and paying attention um and uh, that to me is the first step. And that's, you know, that's developing you. They're ready to learn. They're ready to pay attention. Um, and of course, like all of us, you know, it's not always perfect, but it's pretty impressive. That you can take very young kids and give them the joy for looking at Um, And so like that's, that's, that is where we start kids. We start kids with Um, And then we begin playing lots of games with them that teach them to uh, energetically connect to another person, right? And that sounds like hippie new age stuff but but it really is what's happening like understanding how another person feels and moves right and we do that with timing stuff we do that with games where uh, there's teams that have to work together we do it with games where they have to look through the eyes of someone else or be someone else's eyes so that way they're learning to work with someone else's thoughts and feelings um, that's developing Kokyu or sorry masubi. and then um, then we start and we're working with them all the time on how to move their bodies uh, which which once they have the masubi, that will develop into a Wase really naturally. Zanchin's from the world.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's the crazy one. Uh, okay, well, I think we we took a stab at it, at this this topic. I think we did a, a pretty good job. Yeah, I, um, hope we, I
2: hope we flushed it out it as seems, much as we possibly well, could. Well, you know,
1: I mean, it, it's not... It's also not a simple thing, because these aren't necessarily um, ideas that normally people think about, uh, outside in normal life. I mean, I guess mindfulness is sort of a thing that some people are into, but lots of people are not, you know, lots of people are just into their phones or their, (laughs)
2: like,
1: whatever. Um, so in some ways it's like, you know, and a lot of, and a lot of martial arts, especially sport martial arts, I don't think even talk about these things, uh, as even existing, even though they do, right? Like, I mean, we yeah, sure. would use this in boxing, or for sure. 100%, whatever, yeah. Um, but any
0: any efficient person doing a uh, high level thing right. in a flow state is doing Kokimsu cool, But uh, but they're not going to talk about it.
1: So right, or um, like this, or yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think. Uh, but I think we did a good job. Hopefully, at at least like uh, getting the the little kernels in there for people, and now they can run with it, and hopefully find uh what it means for them you know
0: so. all this stuff is like um it's a balancing of your conscious mind your unconscious mind and making them work together as efficiently as possible and i don't think that that in and of itself is something we think about very often we think we're um just conscious creatures right and we don't right, realize right, right. that the majority of what you're doing is unconscious right you know? um and, and i'm talking about things as uh necessary and rudimentary is your heart beating right, and breathing, right, right. you know, those things we don't think about. Right. But also how many times have you driven your car Right, driving it right. You don't know. Now a car's a complicated thing and you can do that with your unconscious mind. You know, it's just trucking you along while you're thinking about whatever they, else you want uh, about.
1: Talking about that, yeah, I think there was some things, you know, they're they're moving to make uh autonomous cars and one of the things that they're having a problem is like there's a lot of decisions that we make as drivers, um, that we don't even uh, realize Just that we're speaking, making right, half the right. time, and mm-hmm. so they like as they're making these autonomous vehicles, like they can't necessarily track and figure out those things, right? right. So it's kind of difficult. It's a little bit difficult for them because so much of the way that we drive is done on an unconscious level, right? Yeah,
0: and and I really think you know looking at this um, starts to give you so there's a, a real power in being able to let your unconscious work unhindered. And allow your conscious mind to watch that happen, um, and when you get this perfect state of these two things happening at once, they can work together and inform each other really, really nicely, um, and and you, you become something more than normal, you know. And like uh, that sounds really weird, mystical, but but it's like when you see a superheroes, really amazing you become
1: superhero, yeah, you definitely become superhero,
0: Spider Man. Uh, but when you see Spider-Man. like a, a of really all the superheroes, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> When you see a good athlete is basically, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Right, No, I understand it. yeah, when you and I mean, I've definitely seen this. Uh, there's a basketball uh, video, this guy who just jukes people uncontrollably, and it's so awesome just to watch him move around, and the person trying to guard him is just completely like you could see it in their eyes, like they're just confused as to what is happening, even though the person is right in front of them and they're watching them, you know. Um, and I think that's what what you're kinda of talking about. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think it's just the same when you see a you know, a band that's performed together for a long time and somebody makes a slip up or they do something ad lib and everyone's like, All right, we're picking up right where we left off or you know, they just kind of morph into whatever they need to do just without question or you know. I think that's like I would call that great Ike, you know? Yep, like it is. All working together and understanding exactly what's going on and and just fitting with the situation perfectly and uh, there's something kind of magical about that. I mean, I yeah. think that's why people think it ike is kind of magic is because it, it if you it don't
1: is un- magic and it's not magic exactly
2: magic.
1: <laughs> it's, it, if it's you don't understand
2: it it's like whoa and if you do magic. it's still like whoa. <laughs>
1: Alright, uh, is, that, is that it for us then? I think that's it. Alright, so yeah. let's uh, go ahead and again thank all of our uh, patron sponsors for doing their thing and, and helping us to do our thing. Um, anyone that, that wants can reach out to us with uh, topic ideas, comments, reviews, that sort of thing. Uh, subscribe if you have not subscribed. Uh, share this with your Aikido friends. Mm-hmm. If you think it's worthwhile, you think it's uh, worth listening to.
2: And uh, reach us on Facebook, Aikido of Fresno, or Instagram. You can follow our Instagram page, Aikido of Fresno, um, or Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Um, or the that's way? it. That's the that's only it. ones. Those are it. Yeah.
1: Snapchat, no, not Snapchat. <laughs> oh my God.
2: Um, Tinder, Thank God we have don't you... have a. Follow us on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> swipe right, guys. Always Everybody, swipe right. Swipe right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. I think that's it, guys. All right. Thanks, Thanks. a lot.